This is the show they don't want you listening to. The show with all your rights and zero handcuffs. So sit back and stand, grab that chopped cheese while you wait for that six buzz. Because let's face it, it ain't coming anytime soon. The Miranda Project with your host, Have you heard of Anchor? If you haven't, I'm here to help you. Anchor is the easiest way to make your own podcast. Let me explain. It's free, which is awesome. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and or computer. Man, you know, for us that are always on the go, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's great. It's everything you need to make a podcast, your podcast, in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor. A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Welcome to the show they don't want you listening to. I am your host, Manny. Happy to be with you. Let's get this party started. I mean, this is a packed show. Let's hope that we don't go into uh, the length that we went into the previous episode, Mandates, Mandates, Mandates. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, we hope that you do and that we hope that you get something out of it and that you're able to, you know, do the research and educate yourself on what we spoke about and what might be coming down the pipe. You know, with that being said, let, let's get our ball rolling. I, I want to start the show with first thanking the veterans of this country, happy Veterans Day to all of you. Uh, you know, you have given us the ability to speak into this microphone. The sacrifice that you have given for your country, for our freedoms, allows us to share our opinions over a microphone, into the airwaves, into the ears of many people that might want to listen and might not want to listen, whatever the case may be, right? It's our freedoms to do so. And we thank those that gave the ultimate sacrifice, those that fought in many wars and gave that sacrifice of their life for our freedoms from the, the, the Revolutionary War all the way to the Gulf War, to those that, that stormed the beaches of Normandy, to those that lost their lives at Pearl Harbor, for those that are currently serving and those that have served Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you from the bottom of the heart of everyone here on the project. Thank you so much for allowing us the freedoms that we, so many of us, take advantage of us of today. And that's crazy, right? We should cherish these freedoms. And we're, I think, at a point where we're ready to give them up. I hope not, because we're, we're standing up. And we're trying to fight this battle, right? Just like all these men and women that have given that sacrifice of either serving or that ultimate sacrifice that they paid in their lives. Thank you so much. A special shout out goes out to my boy Gabe, who is now currently serving in the U.S. Marine Corps. Happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps. My boy Gabe you know, is, uh, uh, my closest friend's, uh, son. And he decided to go and serve this wonderful country and be one of the baddest, uh, military or be part of one of the baddest or the baddest military groups on the face of the earth. Um, you know, I'm sure there's other branches of the service that'll tell you otherwise, but we know that the Marine Corps is the baddest of them all. There's another term for it, but we're not going to say it over the air. You know, this is a family friendly show, so we're not going to say that entire phrase, but thank you, Gabe, for, for going and giving up, you know, or sacrificing and going and serving your country and doing yourself, your parents proud, man. Thank you so much. 
thanks once again, man, for real. Now, with that being said, let's continue on to the show. And I just want to ask everyone a general question. What's up with the price of chicken? The price of chicken? Yo, uh, you probably heard that or you probably saw the title and just the title itself probably got you curious and got you listening to the show. And if that's the case, then welcome to uh, your first episode of the uh, Miranda Project. We're happy to have you. But what is going on with the price of chicken? You're... Uh, you're probably again you're chuckling you're saying why is that important i thought this was a political news show um and you were going to tell us on how these policies um are affecting us these laws that are being implemented these things that are going on in washington you were going to tell us or you're 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 trying to tell us in your opinion on how these things apply to me um, so that I might be able to formulate my own opinion uh, or do my own research in regards to how this affects me. Right. But you're talking about chicken. Right. Please explain, Manny. Oh, I would love to. But first, I would preview that with a statement said to many of us, um, must have called last year before um, the election. Actually, during a campaign, they said, this individual said that they will not, well, these individuals, rather, right? They said they will not raise taxes on anyone making under $400,000 a year. Remember that. I want you to hold on to that. Because what I'm going to tell you counteracts that statement. But I want you to hold on to that statement. Nobody under $400,000. That means anyone that makes under $400,000 will not be taxed. That is the statement. They sang that song throughout their whole entire campaign. They sang that song after they were in office. They sang that song till yesterday. They're probably still singing that song today. No one under $400,000 will pay any taxes. There will be no new taxes written for anyone that makes under $400,000 a year. Oh, yes. Tax the rich. Tax the rich. Wait, what is it? In, in that creepy whisper, pay your fair share. Pay your fair share you know that 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 creepy whisper i i I don't have to tell you of whom i speak of i'm sure if you don't know by now you know but i know you know i mean i think the whisper gave it away pay your fair share so let's tie this all up in a neat little bow because we're talking about the president's promises during his campaign his promises now as the president, as he whispers to you, uh, you know, how does it all tie together? You know, uh, let's put it together. Let's tie it up in a, all, in a nice little neat knot so that you can understand why we're talking about the promises that he has made and why we're talking about the price of chicken. But before we do that, I want to give a special shout out and thanks to our friends over at M6A Custom Print. They are they have been helping us rather with um, some projects that we have coming out um, soon to be announced. But we definitely want to give a shout out and a special thanks to them. They have been real, real helpful with getting these ideas on, um, you know, on on T-shirts and so on and so forth. So we we definitely want to thank them they they are helpful in that regard it's like whatever you want in a t-shirt they'll make it happen so uh, again special thanks to m68 prints um excuse me m68 custom prints thank you very much and with that let, let's talk about 
how this correlates. Let's put a nice neat bow on this. Let, let's tie a nice knot over this pig that we finished putting lipstick on not too long ago. All right, so let's put this bow on this pig. You've probably heard the term inflation. And like many of us, we don't know what inflation is. You know, sometimes, you know, we have to hit the old search engine and say, hey, uh, you know, Siri or Google Assistant or, you know, um, what's the other assistant that's out there? Alexa or, uh, you know, help us out. Like, what's inflation? And she gives us or they give us an answer. And we're like, OK, yeah, all right you know, it makes sense. We get the definition and we're like, okay, it makes sense. Like, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I did just that. I went to Google and I got a definition. Now, when you go into Google and you do it yourself, and I hope you do, it gives you two different definitions because it gives you the literal definition of inflation. And then it gives you the economic definition of inflation but that's the one that we're looking at we need to look at the economic the economic definition of inflation so going ahead and doing that i looked it up and and this is the definition it gave me right according to c crowther inflation is state in which the value of money is falling and the prices are rising. In economics, the word inflation refers to general rise in prices measured against a standard level of purchasing power. And I want to repeat that last part because it's important. In economics, the word inflation refers to general rise in prices measured against a standard level of purchasing power, a general rise in prices. So we were talking about the price of chicken. If you've gone to your local supermarket, you've probably realized that the price of chicken has skyrocketed. You've probably realized that not only has chicken skyrocketed, but cheese has skyrocketed. Milk has skyrocketed. Bread has skyrocketed. The prices of all these things have begun to creep up. Maybe the bread, you know, that you bought at $1.29 uh, uh, a few months ago is now $1.69. And you're like, it's no big deal but that 40 cents increase that's inflation but it doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense i mean okay so i'm paying 40 more cents okay but you 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 went and you, and you got your chicken and you, and your chicken was maybe a dollar 29 a pound and now you go and it's two dollars and 29 cents a pound and you're like ah so what i'm paying a dollar more for for my chicken i i still get my breast i still get my leg why do i care i pay a dollar more that's inflation but but again all right so i'm paying a little bit more but i'm getting what i need right i'm getting my chicken i'm getting my bread i'm getting my milk i'm getting the groceries that i need yeah absolutely a hundred percent right and you probably don't care that you're paying that dollar you probably don't care that you're paying that 40 cents you probably don't care that you're paying extra amount of dollars or cents for that extra or not for that extra for that item that you had no problem with paying the lesser price a year ago or, or, or a few months ago and now you're paying a little bit more and you don't care because you getting the item that you want and maybe you do care you know maybe i'm speak i'm not speaking for everyone maybe you do care maybe you look at it and you're like you're on a tight budget you go into the supermarket listen i'm gonna tell you man i go to the supermarket my neighborhood supermarket man sometimes i get infuriated because it's like you 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 go in there with a list it's 10 items and all of a sudden it's 75 dollars, and you're like what the heck how's that possible 
and they take advantage. There's a neighborhood grocery store or gro- uh, supermarket, and there's no grocery or, or market or, or, or supermarket, rather, um, for a good distance. So they couch their prices a little bit. You, you, we understand that. We know that. People in the neighborhood know that, right? So, but now you're in that tight budget. And you're going in there and you have to spend money for the week because a lot of us live paycheck to paycheck and you go into food shop knowing that you have to buy a certain amount of meat for the week. You have to buy a certain amount of vegetables for the week. You have to buy a certain amount of rice or veg- uh, uh, I said vegetables or, or rice or pasta or, 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 or potatoes or, or whatever, which falls under vegetables. But you have to buy a certain amount of whatever it is that's going to hold you over for the week. You know, a lot of people meal prep, right? A lot of people, you know, what they do is that they, they go and they buy their chicken and they buy their steak and they buy uh, uh, that pork uh, um, or, or whatever. And they, they put it together and they cook it in one shot and they have uh, their food for the rest of the week. And it's like meal preps and it's easy just to pick it right out of the refrigerator. They live on that budget because they know this is my budget. This is my budget. I'm going to meal prep for my whole entire week, seven days, because I got to come back to the supermarket in seven days and do this whole thing all over again. Now, my budget is all shot. Now I have to reevaluate my budget because the price of chicken just went up. But why the price of chicken went up? That dollar doesn't, to you, it doesn't make a difference. To me, it does make a difference. To that person that's living on that budget, that dollar makes a difference. And that person could be living on a budget and have a good career. Can you imagine someone who's living on a budget and is, what's it called, on a small income or a fixed income? You know, that they have to worry about the price of chicken. They have to worry about the price of steak that just went up, went off the roof. All of a sudden, it just skyrocketed. And you're like, but, but why? I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. And we talk about inflation and we just read the, the, the definition of inflation. And, and, and again, you're like, but, but again, I'm not understanding what I, it, prices of things always fluctuate. The price of things always go up and they all go down and, 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 and it's a game and it's a, a, a constant game that, that we always play. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I, I'm totally with you. I totally agree with you. Absolutely. The price of things always go up. One day your chicken is $1.29 a pound. The next day, your chicken is $1.33 a pound. Then all of a sudden, it goes back to $1.29 a pound. But then, now you're looking at your chicken, and you're looking at $2.38 a pound. And you're like, what the heck? How's that possible? What happened? And there's a, 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 lot, of, a, a lot of wheels that go into what happened, a lot of things that are going into what happened. Because we're going to try to explain inflation. You see, right now we're talking about inflation in the most minimal form because, hey, it could be a dollar. It could be 40 cents. But that's inflation nonetheless. You see, the, 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 the price of, of these items went up because, again, I'm, I, and I'm going to read that, that last part of the definition in the economics, economic, excuse me, general rise in price measured against a standard level of purchasing power. So you're like, okay, purchasing power, the, the, the price of chicken, it went up and you're still not putting that bowl together. You're, you're telling me all these different facts. I'm here. I'm there. I, I, I'm, I'm $400,000 under, I, I, you know, the promise that he made and, and, and you, you, I'm, I'm lost. Okay. Let's let's put this thing together, right? So we talked about the fact that right now we're basically printing a hundred, uh, not a hundred, one point five trillion dollars that we don't have, right? And then there was another stimulus that we gave out to the public not too long ago, and that was the COVID stimulus. People were getting their money, right? People were getting their stimmy checks. Oh, people were happy. Remember, they were getting their stimmies. People were getting their stimmies. They were really thrilled about their stimmies, right? Everybody was getting their stimmies, right? Yeah, everybody was. But that was money that was borrowed. We didn't have that money to give. 
So you know what ended up happening is that the government started producing more money. They started producing money that, that we didn't have. And with that, there was more money out there chasing the same amount of products. So the set, more money is out there same, going after that chicken, going after that cup, going after that steak, going after that bread. But there's not enough chicken for the amount of dollars that's chasing it. There's not enough production of that item. And, and, and we talk chicken because that's the title, but we can talk any other item. We, we, could, talk, we, we could talk a pen. We, we could even talk an iPhone or Samsung, you know, because everybody, you know, you got team iPhone and then you got team Android. Android falls, not only Samsung, there's so many different, right? But you could be talking about those items, right? You're talking about that stuff. And you're like, wait, hold on. There's not enough production for the amount of money chasing these items. More people have more money now because we printed more money and we gave it away to people because of COVID. Granted. It was warranted. People were out of work. There was not, you know, uh, I mean, people were quarantined and all of that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to go and say that it was bad, that it was good. It wasn't good for the economy. I could tell you that much. I can say that right now that it wasn't good for the economy. That it wasn't and it isn't good for the economy. You know why? Because with the printing of all this money, we have devalued your dollars. The money that you have in your pocket, in your savings, in your accounts, in your, in your bank accounts, rather, has been devalued. Yes, it has been devalued. No, that's impossible. How are you going to devalue my money? We've just printed more money. The bank printed more money that it didn't have to print. So it devalued the dollars that you have. You see, the bank doesn't lose. You lose. We just devalued your dollar. The new numbers just came out. We're at 6.2% inflation rate. That's the highest we've been in over 30 years. A 6.2% inflation rate. See, governments kind of try to stick to 3%. They, they, they try to generally stay at 3%. We're at 6.2%. You know what that means? That your dollar has lost 6.2% of its worth. Yeah. Your dollar is 6.2% less valuable now. That's what that means. Your money isn't as valuable. So now your money that isn't as much as value as valuable as it was is out there still chasing products that there isn't enough of. Not only because there isn't production, because we, we printed all this money and gave this money away. Remember, all these stimmy checks, what ended up happening? People weren't going to work, so there wasn't production. People weren't producing. People, I mean, for crying out loud, you couldn't even get a car fix. There were companies that, that, um, that depended on microchips that couldn't get these chips installed in these cars, and the car industry lost sales because they couldn't get these microchips into these cars because there weren't anybody producing them. Or rather, there wasn't anybody producing them. Or there probably isn't anybody producing them because they were getting those stimmy checks. That unemployment money was coming in and it was looking good. You were making more money on unemployment than you were making by going and flipping a burger or dealing with people's nonsense. So why go back to work? The government is taking care of me. See, the government, they could print money. They got the mint. They got Fort Knox. They, they'll take care of me. And the, the government is printing money hand over fist and giving it to people and giving it to people and people are not going to work and not producing. So now you got more money out in the streets, but you don't have any production of any items. You don't have anybody to cut the meat in the plants. You don't have anybody to package the meat in the plants. And then you're wondering why the price of chicken is a dollar more than it was a few months ago. 
Or you're mad at the supermarket and you're wondering why it's taking so long to get them chicken legs on, on the shelf. Why you're looking at empty shelves. Why is there only a few items on the shelf? And you're going to the manager and you're saying, what's going on? And the manager has no answer for you because the supply chains are all messed up. There isn't enough, uh, uh, what's it called, workers out there delivering the items. There isn't enough, enough workers out there uh, producing the items or, or, or setting them up to be pro produced, you know, when it comes to like chicken and package. That's the word I'm looking for, packaged. There isn't enough. There isn't enough people out there producing, doing the production of all these items, but yet there's more money out there in search of these items. So what ends up happening? The price of things skyrockets. It skyrockets because more people are out there looking for the same item. I'll give you a perfect example. So you're going into your neighborhood electronics store and they have PlayStation 5s on the window. Now you go to the guy and you say, hey, listen, I see that you have PlayStation 5s on the window. How much is that PlayStation 5? Now, regular price, I think retail for a PlayStation 5, I think it's $499. Um, if, I, if my memory serves me correctly, $499. Right, so it's $500. Let's just round up, you know, that penny. $500 for the purposes of the, of the show. So it's $500. And you're looking for that PlayStation. And I mean, there's no PlayStations anywhere because they're just not coming across into the United States. They're probably sitting somewhere on the Pacific Ocean. Uh, Japan is probably having the same issues with their supply chain. They're not getting enough people to work or people are afraid to go to work because of COVID and so on and so forth. And there's not enough people producing enough PlayStations. So now the guy is sitting on the only PlayStation in the neighborhood. And now you're there and you're like, okay, I got my $500. I want my PlayStation. And the guy's telling you, okay, $500. And you're about to purchase this thing at $500 you're right there you take out the money you put it on the counter and in comes another person and it says oh my god look a playstation how much the guy looks at you and he looks at the other person and he says what 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 why do you this is the only playstation i have and the person says how much is it did they tell you 500 the other person says i'll give you 510 dollars the guy says 510 hmm 510 Okay, you know what? Not five hundred and ten. Uh, uh, I'll sell it for five fifty. Whoa, wait! But you just told me five hundred. I I just took out the money. The money's here. You just told me five hundred. Yeah, but we didn't sign no contract. And and she wants it too, or they want it too. I, I gotta make mine. It's the only PlayStation in 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 the neighborhood right now. And this is going on in his head. This is the only PlayStation in in the neighborhood right now. And Sony. I know controls the pricing on things, but Sony's not going to know that I made a few extra bucks. So 550. And in comes another person and another person, and they're all looking for the PlayStation. Now you're looking at five people looking for the same PlayStation. There's one PlayStation, five people. And this guy now realizes that 550 is not enough. And now he becomes an auctioneer. You know what an auctioneer is? You've, you've seen them. You, you know what an auctioneer is. I got 550. I got 550, 550, 550. Uh, do I hear 575? Do I hear 575? Uh, one in the, oh, the person in the back, yeah, raise it. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the, with the funky hat. 575, 575. Do I have 580? Do I hear 580? No, I, oh, 600. I see 600 over there in the back corner. $600, $600. Do I see 625? Anybody 625, 625, 625? You know who of, of we're talking about. This guy's not dumb. This merchant isn't dumb. He's got to make his. He sees what's going on. He knows that the price of things are going up. He knows that, the, that things aren't coming into his store. He's got to pay that mortgage. Because he knows that his dollar has been devalued. He's still got to pay that mortgage. Right? That mortgage, that lease, what, whatever it is. Still got to pay it. Still got to put a little extra cheese in his pocket, right? He's got to go to the supermarket too and fight for that leg of chicken because the supply chain is messed up and there's not enough people delivering chicken. And it's now $1.29 more a pound rather than just a dollar. In a matter of 
a few sentences, it went up 29 cents additional. An additional 29 cents. Can you believe that? That's, that's how inflation works, ladies and gentlemen. That's how inflation works. Do I, do I need to read the definition for you again? I, I, I want to read the definition for you again. In economics, the word inflation refers to general rise in prices measured against a standard level of what? Purchasing power. Do I hear 600? I hear, I see 650 in the back. 650, 650, 650, 650 to the guy with the, with, with the funky um, hat in the back. Yes, yes, 650. My man just made himself $150 on top of that PlayStation. Sony's going to get their cut. Sony's going to get their 500 or, or, or whatever it is that they're going to get for the wholesale value. Because obviously they sell it at, to the stores or to the merchants at a wholesale value. So that the merchant can make a little extra something, right? Because he's got to buy in bulk. He's not only buying one PlayStation, he's buying a few of them. So there's a wholesale value. But now Sony figures, you know, they have to up their price on their wholesale value also. And in turn, the merchant is going to put it on you. But that's, that, that's, that's inflation for you. That, that's inflation. And that's what we're looking at. Less items out there with more money chasing it. Now, my man with the funky hat just spent $650 on a PlayStation that he could have gotten for $500. But because it was the only PlayStation in the whole neighborhood, he does not see a problem with spending that extra $150 because he just beat out four other people for the same item. And that's the mentality we get stuck in. No, I got it. I don't mind that I spent a little extra, but I got it. I got what I wanted. I got it. Yes. I beat out other people for it. I got it. That's inflation. That's what we're going to be dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. See, and it's, and it's become bigger with the supply chain issue. The ships that are sitting in the Pacific Ocean waiting to come into California to get unpacked. The fact that we have 78,000 uh, uh, people or, or truckers that are not working and they're estimating that another 18% are going to leave the job because of the vaccine mandate. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Inflation. There's a video that we're going to upload to our Facebook page and our Instagram. Well, the Instagram is a little different, maybe a little clip or something of it, but we're going to post this, this uh, picture. I mean, this video onto our social media sites. So you can see the um, effects of the supply chain. It, it, it's, it's a correlation of two things. It's a supply chain um, issue that we're having in this country. And then the fact that, here in New York, theft is, you know, it's like no big deal now. It's, you know, petty larceny you don't get arrested for. And if you do get arrested for it, you know, there's a greeter that says, hey, welcome to Precinct X, Y, and Z. And uh, we're going to give you a Metro card because you're not going to be held here. And, uh, oh, you need a new pair of shoes, too. So we're going to give you those. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go to our previous episodes where we talk a little bit about just that. So. We're going to post that video so you can see what it looks like, what that looks like. Supply chain issues and now inflation. It's crazy. This is what we're dealing with right now. This is why the price of chicken has gone up. But why? Why? And what does the whole thing about the taxes, how does that whole fit in? How? Let me explain. So again, how does this all correlate? 
you know, we're talking about the promises that were made uh, by by the administration. You're talking about the fact that we're looking at a 6.2% inflation rate. You're talking about the fact that uh, my money has been devalued. You know, I'm still mad at the fact that I lost that PlayStation uh, um, to that guy because he decided to spend $150 more than I was willing to spend. True story. No, no, I'm kidding. I, I wouldn't even think about spending that much money for an item like that. I'm good with my PlayStation 4. <laughs> but without, that's without saying, this is where we are. But how is it that it, we're, we're talking uh, about taxes? How does this whole thing fit in? How does that fit in? And let, let me explain to you how that fits in. Because that promise was made to you that you wasn't going to pay any additional taxes. And you know what? I'm going to be totally candid with you. They were right. In a way, you see, you're not paying any additional taxes by going and cutting a check to the federal government and say, here is extra taxes here. Bam. You don't. That's not what's going on here. No, you're not going and taking extra money out of your taxes to pay them. No, no, no. That's not what's happening. So, yeah, they, they technically. They technically were right. They were technically not lying to you technically but what you might not know or what we might not know is that we are paying a tax we're just paying it indirectly back to the federal government you see inflation is a tax it's an unwritten tax but it's a tax we're paying a tax back to the federal government. This is why they were so adamant about build, putting this Build Back Better plan together. Let's rise the inflation rate. Let's build up this inflation. You know why? Because you're going to pay more taxes. And I'm going to whisper. Because you're not going to pay extra taxes. No, no, no. You're going to pay an indirect tax because of inflation. But the crazy thing about it is that the government also loves inflation. You know why? Because the government of the United States is the biggest debtor in the world. What's our debt number right now? $25 trillion? And now with this $1.5 trillion, $26.6 trillion in debt? So now that you're paying off what they spent or borrowed against because you know they devalue the dollar and with the devaluing of the dollar the debt that they owe becomes smaller so they pay less on the debt than they originally had to pay back because the value of the dollar is less so this is why they love inflation this is why they were pushing the inflation, but you have to pay the indirect tax. You get what I'm saying? So they quote unquote did not lie to you, but they lied to you. They quote unquote did not lie to you, but they lied to you. They told you that you're not going to pay any additional taxes because you make under $400,000 a year. Tax to rich, pay your fair share, rich guy. Yeah, but now you're paying that extra dollar, dollar twenty nine in inflation. You're paying that extra one hundred and fifty dollars for that PlayStation Five. You're paying that extra forty cents for that bread. You're paying that extra thirty cents for the milk. You're paying that extra whatever it is for whatever item that you are trying to buy at whatever place it is that you're trying to buy it from. You're paying that extra tax on top of the sales tax what is it in new york 8.275 percent throw another 6.2 percent oh and the fact that your dollar is not as valuable as it was <clears throat> excuse me i had a cough and now you're paying back for the fact that they spent money against you you don't believe me? Look up 
uh, Friedman. Oh my God, what's his name? I couldn't forget. I couldn't remember his his first name. I'm thinking of his first name. Um, please forgive me, but he's a great economist, and he basically tells us that we are basically paying a tax with inflation. It's an unwritten tax. It's an unwritten tax that we are paying. You see, the federal government goes and they take out a loan against us. Milton Friedman, that's the name. It escaped me for a second. Milton Friedman was an American economist and statistician who received the 1976 Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Sciences for his research on, on consumption analysis, monetary history, and the theory uh, and complexity of the stabilization policy. This is from Wikipedia. I had to look it up real quick, ladies and gentlemen, because for some reason I lost his first name. Milton Friedman, excuse me, told us that inflation is an indirect tax. You see, the government takes a loan out on, on, on us. They make a certain amount of revenue off of our taxes. But when they don't make that extra revenue, if they're short on that revenue, we are still paying that indirect tax on the extra money that we're paying for that item that we are looking to get. And we don't realize that we're paying that tax because we don't mind to pay that tax because we want to get that item. We need the chicken leg on the table. So that extra dollar twenty nine or dollar thirty three, because again, inflation went up. Now we're at six point two percent. Now that dollar thirty three for that chicken leg, because it needs to be on the table. We don't mind spending it even though our dollar is less than it was a few months ago. So we're paying a tax to get what we want. And the holiday season is around the corner. Supply chains are a complete and utter shambles. And, you know, we got to make sure to put gifts under the Christmas tree for our children. Because, you know, they want that Cobra Commander with the Kung Fu grip. And for those of you that know what that is, that's an old reference to an old comedy show. And if you know what, I talk, what I'm talking about, then kudos to you! <laughs> but this is basically where we are. We're paying an additional tax that we have no problem with paying. You see, we have problem with paying our taxes. We look at our, our pay stubs every week and we're like, or every two weeks and we're like, dang, man, who's FICA? Who is this guy? He keeps taking my money. Who is this guy? Why do I have to pay a Medicare tax? Why do I have to pay this tax? Why do I have to pay this tax? Oh man, the state is raping me. Yeah. You know, you know, we all know, but now we're paying. You see, we, we, we usually get ready and we write that check and we say, here, bam, you took it already anyways, right? You took it out of my taxes and, or we wait for the end of the year for the money to come back. If there's any money that come back. And if we don't, if there isn't any money coming back, then we have to pay it back, right? We have to write that check here, uncle Sam, here's your taxes, right? But here we don't have to write a check here. We're just indirectly paying it back saying here thanks i got what i wanted so we're paying a tax when we were told that we're not going to pay any taxes because we don't make over four hundred thousand dollars a year now mind you i did say that the government loves inflation because with the devaluing of your dollar or of the dollar, their debt gets devalued as well. And that means that they can pay back what they owe at a smaller rate. So they can pay back their debt with dollars that are less valuable and pay less for the debt that they have incurred while you pay this unwritten tax 
called inflation because you want that item. You want that chicken. You need to put that chicken on your table because you need to feed your family. So you pay that unwritten tax and the government gets away scot-free with paying that debt that they incurred, they're spending, they get off scot-free with paying off that debt at lesser value than the original debt was worth. You get what I'm saying? So inflation is important. It can be confusing. There are a lot of moving parts to it. But more money chasing the same amount of products with the supply chain issues that we're dealing with. And even if we didn't have the supply chain issues that we're dealing with, even if everything was regular, more money chasing less items, less products is inflation. We pay this unwritten tax and the government gets away scot-free with taking care of their debt at lesser value than the original debt. Isn't that crazy? And this is why they love it. This is why they love it. This is why that build back better plan was so essential. That infrastructure bill was so essential because you drive up the inflation, you pay off your debt at a lesser rate, you still tax your constituents. And who's the wiser? I mean, if you pay attention to their messaging, if you looked at, at the news, they were telling you not too long ago that they didn't exist. Inflation doesn't exist. Then they changed their minds and they said inflation did exist, but it's minimal. Then they called it something as far as transitional because uh, uh, more people were going back to work uh, after the, the pandemic. So they called it transitional. And then they, they changed their mind again and they said, it, 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 yeah, it, it exists, but it, it's going to get better. And now they flipped it once again and they said, yes, inflation exists, but our build back better plan will fix inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, you can be the judge for yourself. Look it up. Look up Milton Friedman. See what he had to say. I'm not making up what he had to say. You can look it up. There's plenty of articles on him. Um, even some speeches when he talks about exactly this. As a matter of fact, we're going to post a speech of his on our sites so that you can see that this is basically what's going on. And again, come to your own conclusions, do your own research, educate, enlighten, and empower yourself. But be aware that this right now, this inflation, this, this supply chain issue, Everything that we're dealing with has been carefully orchestrated. And it goes back to another episode that we put together a while back where we talk about controlled chaos. And ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly that controlled chaos. <music> So we hope that we did a service here when trying to explain inflation the best that we could. I hope that you got something out of it. Um, it, it is, you know, economics is not anybody's, you know, I'm not, not let's say anybody because there's people that love economics. I'm not one of them. Um, you know, I had to make sure that I had, I crossed my T's and dotted my I's when it comes to this because, again, it is something that is, um, you know, rather difficult and we we tend to ignore it we we don't you know we we're, we're like okay um inflation no big deal you know i'm paying a little extra dollars for whatever item but at least i got the item that i wanted so i'm good i'm good um you know i don't realize that you know that also devalues my paycheck and you know my income and you know, you got a, a raise, a 3% raise, but yet we are at a 6.2% interest rate. So that means that you are 
you know, and I hate to put it out there and be so brunt about it, but you are literally losing at 3.2%, you know, because you owe 3.2% of that raise that you got because you got that raise at 3%, but yet you're still in the hole for 3.2%. So, I mean, you know, um, I don't want to be brunt or blunt and say, hey, uh, you know, and pull that, 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 what's it called that splinter out of your out of your finger but we have to do that we have to be aware of what really is going on and um as painful as it is and it sounds we we have to be aware that this is basically what we are dealing with um inflation is something that we have to be wary about inflation is something that we have to pay attention to um, don't let them tell you that you don't have to pay attention to it, that there's nothing, um, uh, up to, you know, uh, not up to no, nothing major about it, that it's, it's okay that they have it under control. Yes, they can control it, but I, I don't know if they want to control it at this point because they're the ones that have created this huge inflation number of 6.2%. They're the ones that have done it. This administration has created this monster that of inflation that we're dealing with. So I don't know if they want to really, really, you know, control it. Uh, who knows? Maybe they do. Uh, I, I, I can't speak for them. But at the, at the rate that we're going, where we're sitting at, I don't think that's the case. You know, another example. And with this, I want to kind of close the episode because I know we're talking too much economics and, 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 and you know, it doesn't seem like there's uh, an end to it. And then following uh, topic or illustration that we have for you basically doesn't um, make it any better, right? We're all paying about $3.50 in, you know, with gas. And that's in New York. There's other states in the union that are obviously paying a lot more. I hear that California is up to $5. We will probably be there soon as well. Um, the energy industry is taking it real hard, especially with the supply chains or supply issues. The Keystone pipeline was one that was very important to the energy industry. And with the closing of that, it obviously affected the price of gas. And the inflation in gas at this point is enormous. I mean, I remember the day, I still remember it vividly because it was a nice sunny day and it was a dollar and 83 cents to fill my tank. Excuse me. I mean, a dollar and 83 cents a gallon so that I can fill my tank. That was a beautiful day. And now I go to the pump and I'm looking at, three dollars and 53 cents soon to be four and possibly five you know the holidays are around the corner you know thanksgiving and christmas are right around the corner major travel holidays and what tends to happen on major travel holidays people know that people travel they get in their cars they go to see family the price of gas jumps up so we may be looking at that $4 price cheap, you know, tag soon. Who knows? Hopefully not. You know, the president got up and said that he's going to look into the uh, energy uh, crisis, the uh, energy uh, inflation that we're dealing with now. And he said he's going to see what he's going to do and manage it. But at the same time, while he says that to you in your face on... Um, you know, the news and his news conferences and all of that. The administration is also looking into closing another pipeline, another Canadian pipeline on the Eastern seaboard. They're looking to see how that would environmentally impact us by closing down this pipeline. So can you imagine right now the price of gas being three dollars and 83 cents or 85 cents right now no excuse me three dollars and 53 cents right now in new york and them closing down this pipeline 
and what can happen to the price of gas and the inflation that will hit the energy industry, the inflation that will hit your pocket when you go to the pump to fill up your car. I don't care if you got a six-cylinder, an eight-cylinder, a four-cylinder, a two-cylinder. You're going to pay. And you know why? They would rather inflate that number so much because they want you in an electric vehicle. That's my opinion. I'm just saying. And I'm doing a lot of whispering. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. But it's, uh, it's a reference to our president who is basically driving this controlled chaos. Or maybe he's not. Maybe it's somebody in his administration. I don't know. Because they say that he's not the one driving the wheel. He's not the one at the wheel, rather. There's someone else behind the wheel. I, I, I couldn't tell you. On another note, I just wanted to um, remind everyone that our previous episode, uh, Mandates, 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 we were talking about the fact that, um, you know, the, the, the children are now being propagandized or, or our children are being propagandized by, um, you know, Sesame Street and CNN, and they're telling them the value of the vaccines and so on and so forth. And again, if you as a parent decide that you want to vaccinate your child, then you have the power to do so. That's up to you. Ain't nobody going to tell you that you shouldn't. Nobody here on the show is going to tell you. Nobody here on the project is going to go and say you shouldn't do that. That is your choice. But what we're going to say here on the on the project is that we do not want anybody to tell any parent that they should, that there will be a mandate or that there will be a vaccine passport for your child between the ages of 5 and 11. That there will be a vaccine mandate for your child. Let me repeat that. A vaccine. No, 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 not mandate. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Not a mandate. We're getting there. A vaccine passport for your child. Mayor Bill de Blasio, the end of his administration cannot come any sooner. Check out our website. There's a countdown, a literal ticking countdown. Mayor Bill de Blasio, in a press conference, said that he is looking into implementing a vaccine passport for children between the ages of 5 and 11. Ladies and gentlemen, besides the inflation craziness that we're dealing with, I want that to sink in to your minds as well. Because like I said, in mandates, mandates, mandates. What is stopping this tyrant from telling you tomorrow, 10 days from now, that I will mandate your child between the ages of 5 and 11 to get the vaccine? Because if they don't, then they do not go to school. What stops him? I don't know. But he's already thinking about implementing a passport for children. What's stopping him from putting in a mandate for children? I, I'm, I'm just curious. And, and, and with that, I, I leave it to you. Um, it's scary. But this is where we are with this guy. And again, I don't know if Mayor Adams will be different. But let's hope and pray to God that he will be. Let's hope that he's not bringing the same mentality. Let's hope that what Chris Sliwa said, that he is de Blasio 2.0, is inaccurate. Because if that's the case, if, that's, if he is de Blasio 2.0, then we can be looking at that in the future. And we have to be able to get up and fight and say, I will not do what you tell me to do with my child. Again, let's hope that that's not the case. But this is, this is how it started before 
and we were led down this road and are we being led down this road once again i don't know ladies and gentlemen just want to put it out there thank you once again for joining us on the project uh, a lot of information here. I hope that we were able to convey the message um, as to the uh, price of chicken uh, with inflation. And uh, the last development, really, you know, something that we also have to think about and uh, be aware of. So, again, um, thank you for, for being with us. Uh, we will be uh, posting those videos like we mentioned um, earlier in the episode. Look for that on our Facebook page. Um, look for us on Instagram and on Twitter. And um, obviously our website as well, the Miranda Project, projct.com. And as always, we remind you that if you're not into politics or if you are not into politics, just remember politics is always into you. Thank you. Have a great one. God bless you all.